Is this heaven? Nope, it's Iowa. Field of Dreams, the national farm toy capital of the world, and more. Dyersville, Iowa is the subject of episode 57 of The Family Vacationer, and it starts now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, the go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob, and this is episode 57 of The Family Vacationer, Dyersville, Iowa. So I watched Field of Dreams again last night in anticipation of the show today, and I fell in love with that movie all over again. And I know this makes me sound old when I say it, but they just don't make movies like that anymore. It's so hopeful and and innocent, whereas you know today's movie is a little more cynical. So definitely worth uh, watching it over and over. So Dyersville is actually the home of the Lansing Farm where the movie was shot. There's something special, something obviously magical about this place that continues to draw visitors every year and even attracted Major League Baseball for a regular season game this year. Certainly, that's not all there is to Dyersville. The city is also, as I mentioned, the farm toy capital of the world and presents the National Farm Toy Museum. Now, I'm pretty sure that would be a winner with my boys. They'd love the baseball field and and all that goes with that, but the Farm Toy Museum would probably be the winner. So to help us dig in and look at all that Dyersville has to offer is Carla Thompson. Carla is the executive director of the Dyersville Area Chamber of Commerce. She's worked at the Dyersville Chamber for the past 23 years, where she started out as the assistant director dealing with tourism and marketing for the Dyersville area since the day she gradu- the day after she graduated college. Carla is a graduate of the University of Northern Iowa with a BA in Public Relations Communications and has earned her IOM credentials from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Carla, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So I mentioned in the opening of the show that I've been watching Field of Dreams several times, um, and the, the movie is still as powerful to me today as it was the first time I watched it in, I guess, 1989 was the year it came out? It never gets old. It doesn't get old. Um, no. But why do you think it's still a place, Dyersville is still a place that baseball-loving families will want, not even ba- just baseball-loving families, but people who watch the movie and just want to see the the set where where the movie was made? What makes it a place where people keep coming back to? Well, and I don't think it's just for baseball-loving families. I mean, it is open to anybody because the movie site actually has different meetings to every single person. So whether you're that dad, you want to have a catch, or maybe you're just the family that just wants to check off an attraction, which there's not very many attractions like um, Hollywood movie sets still there. You know, usually they like tear them down and plow them up and, you know, they're destroyed. (laughs) Um, But, you know, and I really think that Kevin Costner actually said it best when he talked about, you know, sometimes in a relationship, whether it's family or or anything else, that sometimes communication is not there. Or maybe you're just in a little rough patch where sometimes you just need an icebreaker. Right. And sometimes that is, Dad, you want to have a catch? Or, you know, <laughs> just to kind of break the ice and open that communication. So, I mean, the Field of Dreams is a meaning to so many different, so many different people and sure. so many different meanings. Well, and it really is a family movie masquerading kind of as a, as a baseball movie. I joke with people that Kevin Costner should just be allowed to make baseball movies because he does those <laughs> so well. Um, but it, the family element really is a big part of it. And just, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got a little misty every time when, you know, he's 
playing catch with his dad there at the end. So, yes. but can you talk a little bit about the history of the Lansing family farm and how it became the setting for the Kevin Costner movie? Yeah. So actually Universal Studios kind of set out a, a fax back in the day, um, <laughs> you know, basically saying, Hey, here's what we're looking for. A family farm, not on a major highway surrounded by corn. So that went out to 35 states. And so there was tourism offices and bureaus and chamber of commerces that actually kind of got together and submitted. So really it was the Dubuque Chamber of Commerce that had a movie committee um, that got together. And really what they did is they took pictures all around Dubuque County and submitted them. Um, So Hollywood just kind of went through them all, weeded them down. And when it got to the last final three, they Mm -hmm. actually flew out. So they flew out and they drove that road. And as soon as they went over the the hill or the knoll, um, they overlooked the house and the corn. And they said, that's exactly what we're looking for. A long lane, a house surrounded by corn. And, you know, once they got developing it, the field with the sun setting in the background, picture perfect. Yeah, really. That scene where they're coming around on the highway and the lights are on at night, it's really a cool moment. So. Yeah. And during MLB, it was actually reversed. Everyone was leaving the ball field and it was all the red taillights on that exact same road. (laughs) Well, speaking of MLB, I know that you guys had your first MLB regular season game in the state of Iowa this year there. What was that like? And are there any plans to do that yearly? Um, It was amazing. Absolutely (laughs) amazing. Um, This is definitely something that we would love to do. Um, Major League Baseball, the commissioner actually said, yes, we will be doing this again next year. So that is fantastic. So that is something that we are working on. Um, But, you know, it's in the middle of a cornfield. So (laughs) we we need some infrastructure out there first. So water and sewer are definitely something that we are working on. Um, So, yeah, we are we're steam full steam ahead and we are trying to. Um, make it bigger and better each year. That does bring up, how many people attended that game? There was 8,000 seats. Holy cow. So they did all Mm -hmm. that before the game that this season? Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. That is fantastic. They actually built it twice because it's a temporary stadium. Okay. So they tore down the bleachers and the, and the clubhouses and all that stuff. They tore it down Mm -hmm. twice. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be interesting to have a minor league team there because they, they have all these weird rules in Major League Baseball for like, you know, the Green Monster and different mm-hmm. size. So why not have corn as your backdrop for, for a minor league? I mean, that sounds like fun to me. So that's hey, just me. It works. <laughs> <laughs> well, as popular as the Field of Dreams is, Dyersville is also known for being the farm toy capital of the world. Mm-hmm. So what, what kinds of things are there to do at the National Farm Toy Museum? Yeah, so the National Farm Toy Museum holds thousands of toys and displays. It kind of tells the story of the history of agriculture through toys. So you're going to see little individual toys to pedal tractors to even a tractor that was never produced. Um, One of my favorite displays um, talks about a scale model tractor. So if you were talking to a a toy collector and they'd say, hey, I collect the 116th toy scale. Um, or I collect the 187th scale tractor. There's a display in there that's a a cardboard cutout of a real tractor, and it takes 87 little tractors to equal the length of a real one. Or it takes 16 tractors to equal the length of a real one. So the higher the number, the smaller the tractor. 
Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I have a I have a five year old and an eleven year old, and and my boys would would be fascinated with the Field of Dreams, but the toy museum, the farm yes. toy museum, I think we'd spend the majority of the time there. So. What are some of the other family-friendly activities in the area that people may be unaware of? Well, if you're into toy collecting, you can um, just go right across the street, and that's the Plaza Antique Mall. That has two floors or over 200 vendors of everything you possibly think of. Furniture, coins, more toys, real cars. I mean, furniture, everything is in there. So... Um, you're definitely going to hit the jackpot when you come to Dyersville if you're looking for toys. Um, but if you're in baseball, obviously you have to go to the Field of Dreams. Sure. Um, but something that we opened in August of 2020 is called the If You Build It exhibit. So this kind of talks about the movie Field of Dreams. It talks mm-hmm. about um, some scenes that were never in the movie. It talks about the whole Black Sox scandal. Right. And then it talks about who the ghost players are and what they do. Um, and then the movie itself, just what's happening right now. So we actually have to add Major League Baseball to our museum. Right. Um, so to keep that updated. So that is something new that we have in the, in the area. Um, and, you know, you don't have to be a toy collector or a baseball lover to come to Dyersville. I mean, we have so much here. Maybe you're into archery. We have a business here called Plum Creek Archery. So you can do their escape room. So you do a, a 3D shootout. And so if you keep um, hitting that level, you get to go up to the castle and you shoot all these beasts and animals and things like oh, that. Wow. So, um, you know, there's also maybe you're a bike rider. We have tons of trails here. We even have a heritage trail that goes all the way to Dubuque, which is 26 miles. Awesome. Um Maybe you really want to go to the um, the Basilica of St. Francis Xavier. It's a Catholic church um, with all Gothic architecture and 64 stained glass windows and gold leafing throughout. I mean, it's just absolutely beautiful. You just walk through there and just you're in awe. So, I mean, there is literally something here for everyone. Sure. Well, this is an important part of the show. We were talking about food. Um, mm. so, so in the area, what are some restaurants that that families that are visiting should not miss? And are there any local dishes that visitors just, just have to try? I know for me, I was raised on corn. Uh, it's its own food group. Like I could <laughs> seriously sit there and eat a bowl full of corn. Of course, in, you know, in the South, we cream it and oh. put sugar in it and make it in, entirely unhealthy. But what are some, some restaurants and some dishes in Dyersville that people should try? Well, we just had a textile brewery open a couple years ago. So obviously you're going to get your your beer there, but they make huge pretzels, like 16 inch pretzels that are flavored. So wow. my favorite is French toast. Oh my gosh. Whatever <laughs> is on it is absolutely fabulous. It could be for breakfast or it could be for after work. It doesn't right. really matter. Yeah. Um, but we also have Chad's Pizza, which is kind of a, a local pizzeria that's um, getting very well known. He actually started franchising it and is opening his third location and is doing um, half-baked pizzas in commercial grocery stores throughout Iowa. So he is definitely growing. And then um, if you really want that juicy burger, the Palace Saloon. This Mm. is a bar that's been here for over 100 years. Actually, the back bar is over 100 years old. Oh, wow. So cool. It's made out of wood and glass and mirrors. And yeah, it's it's awesome. It's in our downtown. Incredible. All that sounds great. Um, <laughs> so, you know, with COVID, one of the things that I've missed the most 
about just gathering with other people or festivals. So mm-hmm. what are some of the local festivals in Dyersville or the surrounding areas that, that families can enjoy? Well, it's going to be beyond the game. So that was the festival that we had in conjunction with Major League Baseball. So that is right. something that we, we hope to do um, again and kind of make it bigger and better. Um, but we also have a, a great St. Patrick's Day parade. This is something that it's always on or b- before um, the Saturday before St. Patrick's Day. So everybody who is German, doesn't matter, you turn Irish on that day. Um <laughs> the beers serve green beer and and you get to see just a lot of um, locals out and about and of course there's nightly entertainment as well as as in establishments throughout the area so that's always a good time sure um, and if you want to run or do a bike ride we also have that in the morning um, something else that's kind of cool is ghost saturday so this is when the ghost players they come out of the corn at the field of dreams and they do a comedy routine called the greatest show on dirt they interact with the audience. Um, it's just a great, great time. Um, it's about an hour, and they only do it a few times of the, few times of the year. So definitely, if you go to our website, dyerswill.org, we will have that on our calendar each year. Okay. What kinds um, of things uh, went on at the Beyond the Game? Sure. So this was a community festival that we had. It was for two days, so it was that Wednesday and Thursday. Um, on Wednesday, we had National Country X, so um, Maddie and Tay, okay. Ingrid Andrus, and Shy Carter. So we had some great country acts. Um, we also did a whole festival. Um, one area that I was actually in charge of was the Experience Iowa Zone. So we were getting all these people from other states, and do they have they really been to Iowa before? Do they even know what's here? Right. So we invited businesses and organizations that represented Iowa to kind of uh, educate, um, maybe do a little uh, sampling of what Iowa's all about. So we did have the Iowa Corn Growers Association and they did boil corn. So everybody mm. got an ear of corn that they could try. I like um, it. You got yeah. me right there. <laughs> we had our local Tomi, which is a toy manufacturer. Okay. So they had pedal tractors that kids could ride and everybody got a toy tractor at the end. Oh, wow. Um, we have a local popcorn grower. Everyone got a bag of popcorn, coffee, um, you name it. People, there was even a, a calf there that people could pet. So it was just very interactive and people just kind of got a flavor for what Iowa represents. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. And of course, we had to show the movie Field of Dreams. Well, of course. I mean, you and got along to. along with the official viewing party of the Major League Ball game. So that was very exciting. That sounds exciting. Yeah. So if, if families are visiting, what are some family-friendly lodging options in the city? Sure. So we have three hotels. Um, one of them does have a pool and a whirlpool. Um, if you want to kind of go the B&B route, we do have Respa B&B. And then another one in our downtown that just opened this year is right above a clothing boutique, JNR Fashions. Okay. Um, so they have um, some options there. Or if you want something really unique... You can actually stay at the Field of Dreams farmhouse. Oh, no. Really? Yes. And then you get the whole field to yourself after 6 o'clock. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. How, now, how would if somebody wanted to do that, how would they go about it? Go to fieldofdreamsmoviesite.com. Okay. And you can make Perfect. reservations right there. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot with the last question. Sure. Um, what do you love most about your city, and what are some of your favorite spots? You know... 
our city is is great. It's a small town of 4,000 people and we have we have tourist attractions. We have manufacturing. It's more of a farming community. So you really got this community pride helping one another out. Um, you know, when you go down the road, people will wave. Sometimes it's the farmer wave. Um, right. <laughs> you know, it's it's just really great to see that pride and especially after Major League Baseball when the whole nation was looking at us and we had that sense of accomplishment, like we did it. And it, it really took the whole entire village to, to pull that off. Um, so, you know, I just love the, the small town and the pride. And right. of course with small town, you get that customer service at your local clothing boutiques and home decor boutiques that we do have here. So it's just, it's a great town to, to be in and why not? It sounds like a place I'd like to visit for sure. You bet. For more information on visiting Dyersville, consult your travel agent and visit dyersville.org. Carla, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me. So they've built it, and now they're just waiting on you. If you're ready to visit the Field of Dreams, I'd love to help you plan that trip. As a certified travel associate, my services are always free to my clients. Just drop me a line at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Well, that does it for this week's show. Next week, I'm so excited. I'm talking again about Destin, Florida, the world's luckiest fishing village next week. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Robin Danny.